Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. And today, this is a new podcast episode. Here we are talking about this topic. Today's topic is crafting as a mode of distraction. What a novel idea. What a novel idea, you say? Well, not really. It's actually been uh, an idea that has been used by people who craft for centuries and centuries. Uh, let's take a, a little head-scratching look at this a little bit deeper and just consider why people craft. I mean, let's look at crafting as... Uh, let's define crafting, first of all. I think let's... Uh, I think the way it's commonly thought of in the world is crafting is something that you do uh, to um, create something. It may have a purpose, it may not have a purpose, uh, the something, but it it is an action that you take to do something that you enjoy. It can be something that might be useful around the house or it may just be a piece of art or just something fun that you enjoy to play with at the moment. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's a very healthy thing. Let's think of days gone by. Think of back in history and times when You know, in the late 1800s, the Victorian era, or uh, early farming days many years ago in the 1200s and 1300s, people would come home after a long day's work on the farm, um, you know, growing food, uh, processing food was the number one thing back there then. It was so important to have good quality food. So you were very busy most of your working day either planting food, harvesting food, creating food, cooking food, storing food, preserving food, canning food, uh, grilling food, smoking food, whatever you were trying to do with it, but you were trying to create uh, food so you would have enough to survive the winter. Now, when you did have a little bit of downtime, maybe you you needed a brain break. Um, You worked all day, dinner was served, and then you had this small little sliver of time, often where maybe daylight was over and it was dark and you only had candlelight to go by. Uh, But uh, this was a little sliver of time where somebody either pulled out a musical instrument or perhaps they started to knit or craft or sew or or make quilts or clothing or uh, little toys for the children. Maybe make Christmas presents, things like that. So this crafting served many purposes. Um, Sometimes these things, as I I said, some of these examples, they are functional. Um, Clothing and quilts and, and, you know, maybe making boots or hats or mittens or whatever it is. Um, Or maybe making books. Everything may have had a function, which was wonderful. But you layered in the art on top of that. And this created a whole new realm of experience for the person who was creating it. We use the term craft or craftsmanship or you are crafting something um, in different ways. Uh, It has a sense of personality that goes with it, a sense of personal investment in it, which separates it from the world of cookie-cutter, factory-made, stamped-out, processed items that just fall out of a factory. Crafting gives a a feeling of handmade, hand-touch, heart and soul went into it type of feeling to the items that are created. And along with that, time was used up because we took the time to create these things. We sat down, we set up a little spot, 
We brought our lighting in, even if it was only a candle many years ago. And we brought our few tools and our supplies. Sometimes it was only a needle and thread. Sometimes it was just two knitting needles and some yarn, uh, maybe a spinning wheel. I mean, who knows what uh, the crafts were back then, uh, but they were magnificent and wonderful and needed. And they were um, needed for not only the item itself, but they were also needed for the distraction, for the time the person could take to lose themselves in the process of making something, where they could bring a little bit of their own uh, self to the item, maybe uh, put a little style on it, a little design, a little enjoyment. And so this whole concept of crafting as a mode of distraction has truly been around forever, as long as we have been making things. Uh, We find things, uh, for example, you know, cave paintings on walls. Um, You know, was it necessary? Maybe, maybe not. But um, sometimes things were just done out of uh, sheer joy of the design. And Let's embrace that. Let's just think that right now is a very good time to embrace the fact that crafting can be used as a mode of distraction. And this can be a very helpful thing. And we're really just reliving, uh, breathing new life into an old philosophy uh, around crafting. So, you know, why distract yourself? Why, why use crafting as a mode of distraction? Well, um, let's just say you're having a stressed day and sometimes just falling into a lovely world of crafting can help your brain sort itself out. Uh, even if you're not actually thinking about the things that are upsetting you, you can use the crafting as a way to physically organize and reorganize and create. And uh, that can certainly help the brain calm down, uh, run down different neuron pathways and uh, explore a different experience other than the constant stress. And this is a good thing. This is a healthy thing. I think everybody would benefit from some form of distraction, a healthful version of distraction would be preferable, of course. Uh, But this would be a wonderful thing to add to everybody's day right now. A lot of us are at home and maybe we've been thinking about trying something or doing something or making something. And in the world of crafting as we know it in the junk journal world, um, you know, paper is our medium. Uh, Some of us use fabric, some of us use sewing in conjunction with the papers, but we love paper, scissors, glue. And if you're alone in a room with paper, scissors, and glue, well, you're only limited to your imagination. Who knows what you're going to come up with? And you can just have so much fun, and there are no expectations, there's no judge and jury, and you can just have go to town and express yourself and get lost in the process. I think that's the biggest key is it's important to remember to get lost in the process and allow yourself to get lost in the process and remind yourself that it's perfectly okay and it's actually beneficial and it's healthy and it's a good thing to do. And I recommend that everybody um, consider how to distract yourself. Um, Some people may benefit by setting up a distraction schedule. Let's say... Um, you know, if life has been turned upside down and, and your normal schedule is not the way it was as it was before, um, maybe consider a routine. Routines help in uh, times of strife. And uh, if your brain is uh, anxious or stressed, it's a good idea to develop a few routines. Stick to your normal routines of hygiene and bathing and maybe getting ready and, you know, Even do your makeup and your hair. If that makes you feel good, then do it. But then also block a little time aside to do some crafting and make it as 
as an important part of your day as brushing your teeth or making your dinner or doing your laundry or doing whatever work you have to do. But uh, this way it's real and your brain knows that it's going to have that time. And it's good to have that time to decompress and just to go off in your mind, down different paths in your mind and give it a break from all the intensity of the day. So um, and let's think about how we can distract ourselves. So of course we can take a walk, we can watch a movie, we can watch a video, we can read a book, we can do all these things. But in our world, in the junk journal world, we can craft and uh, it doesn't take much. And uh, you know, all you need to do is uh, set up a little space for yourself if you don't have one already. Um, or maybe it's time to breathe new life into the space you have. Maybe it's time to rearrange that room or uh, you know, clean up your desk or get the squeegee out. This is probably a really good time to squeegee off your desk if you know what I mean. Uh, get your, you know, a little Mr. Cleaner, household cleaner sprays or whatever you're using and uh, really um, give yourself a nice clean space to work with. That's going to make you feel better and um, it's going to help you get lost. That's part of the distraction. Um, you know, dealing with a lot of supplies um, or reorganizing our supplies or clearing off our desk of, of uh, overwhelming amounts of supplies um, is kind of part and parcel of the crafter. And that in itself, the uh, cleaning, the organizing, the refocusing um, <clears throat> can be very helpful to help you distract. So that's kind of phase one, getting your space organized. And uh, you can spend, you know, your entire crafting time um, just getting your space organized. And that's fine. And that's a very high quality distraction um, experience. And it's related to crafting and related to junk journaling. And maybe your next block of time might be uh, just randomly writing down with a pen and paper, brainstorming ideas of what you'd like to make. Um, you know, it doesn't actually have to be active crafting. You could just be thinking about what you would like to make. You could be thinking about all sorts of wild and crazy ideas of what you would like to make. And that can be very fun and very distracting, allowing again the brain to go down different pathways to um, relax itself and unwind a little bit, which is good. And then you can roll up your sleeves in another block of time and maybe get into some actual crafting where you are playing with your papers and your glue and your scissors and you're trying new things. And you're saying to yourself, yeah, why not? Instead of, well, why don't I just give this a try? I had an idea. I'm going to give it a go. I've got a hundred million ideas and I'm going to give them all a go. You know why? Because uh, it's unlimited and I can have as much fun and as much reckless abandon as I want. There is no limit. I'm going to learn to say yes in the crafting world, in my junk journal mode, as opposed to saying no to myself all the time. And I'm going to use this as a tool to distract myself. I'm going to use the saying yes as a fuel for my fire. Uh, there's another idea I can play with, and I'm going to put that on a list. And uh, when I'm sitting here next time and I can't think of what on earth I'm going to do, I'm going to pull out my list and take a look at it. And I'm going to say, hey, um, here's something that kind of tickled my fancy the other day. Let's give that a go. So next thing you know, you're off making a little flower out of paper. And now next thing you know, you've got 10 little flowers and you're making little stems and you've got an entire bouquet. And life is feeling pretty good. And for those few minutes, there was peace. And that is a good thing. And uh, let's consider now when to distract yourself. Everybody works 
a little bit differently, or their brains work a little bit differently, our stress levels ebb and flow throughout the day, and um, you got to kind of pick the best time for you. Uh, you may be a morning uh, person who likes to craft, you may be an afternoon person, maybe a late evening, We into the wee nights, you have the insomnia going, and you know what, instead of sitting there getting frustrated about the insomnia, you just decide, the heck with this, I'm going to get up and I'm going to craft, because it's wonderful, I can, I can forget about my insomnia, and I can just have some fun. If I'm going to be awake anyway, I might as well enjoy myself. So here I am uh, deciding uh, when to craft. And uh, I would say um, for myself right now, I'm kind of salt and peppering it in throughout the day. I do a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the afternoon, and a little bit in the evening. And then around that, I, I sandwich in a lot of the, uh, you know, making of the videos and things like that. But I'm finding that the time I'm spending actually crafting is the most uh, rejuvenative rejuvenative time I spend. I feel more fulfilled, more relaxed, more at peace, um, better balanced. And um, I think it's important that we take the time to do this and not think of it as uh, useless or uh, frivolous time. I think if there ever was time, was a time to craft, um, it would be now. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, make sure that you allocate other blocks of time in your day to handle important things that, you know, you have to handle other things that need to be handled and everybody's got a different box of those. But um, also make whatever you're doing as your distraction block of time, make that as important as everything else because we need balance. We're humans. We do best when we're balanced and uh, we can uh, rejuvenate and uh, heal and repair ourselves and we are amazing creatures and we have the ability to do this. We just have to remember it's that important. We have to give it the gravitas. We are going to uh, remember and uh, respect it and embrace it and do it. We'll commit to it and we can do it. And you know what? It's fun. Who are we kidding? Uh, it is like mental playtime. And I think that that's why a lot of us who, you know, are <clears throat> adults uh, do like to play with paper and glue and scissors. Um, not unlike we did when we were in kindergarten. And um, but there, because of that sense of freedom and that sense of rejuvenation and that sense of reorganization in the brain, when we reorganize our papers and our things, we also reorganize our minds. So it's critical that we remember uh, the importance of that. And um, uh, so let's also take a look at distraction in crafting. Is it avoidance or is it refocus? And I'm going to actually give it uh, energy in both areas, but I'm thinking it plays a role very importantly in refocus because what you're doing is you're taking all your mental capacities, all your energy, all your intensity, all your alertness, all everything that you have, and you are directing it towards a project. And within that stream of consciousness, that focus and all that um, energy direction, uh, something beautiful can come out of it and it has nothing to do with the end product the something beautiful can be the peace in the brain that is experienced uh, by using crafting as a mode of distraction um, so remember uh, it could be avoidance and that is fine and maybe you begin your crafting because you are avoiding thinking about things that you really would rather not think about and that is okay and it is healthy to look for other things other than stressful things to continually immerse yourself in. Um, there are things that we have to look at in life, but they're 
we also have we also have choices in life and we have control over certain things we have control over what we do and our time and uh, the direction we point our feet so if we can point our feet in the direction of the craft space or the craft room a little more often we may find that as days pass we may have more enjoyable experiences um, I think it's important to remember that uh, we are very adaptable as humans and uh, we're very strong and we are very resilient and we are very flexible and through this this will come out in our art this will express itself through our crafting and we're going to create amazing things because of this they may or may not be related to whatever's going on but uh, we are in a little different mode and that will naturally come out in our art and sometimes you can create beautiful universes with your art and your crafting so maybe you're making a junk journal of a beautiful I've been thinking a lot about springtime junk journals lately and uh, I've been looking forward to spring and that helps me uh, keep my mind focused and feeling good and feeling happy and um, I like thinking about how I can have that journal appear you know not specifically because they always create themselves when I sit down to make them I have a grand idea in my head and it comes out completely differently so I always, I've learned to let go of that but I have a general sense or a feeling like um, you know I want to make a bright happy cheery journal right now because that makes me feel good that makes me feel bright happy and cheery so I am going to explore uh, in my little world here what supplies do I have what magazine pages maybe what things can I draw or paint or things that I can add to my journals to make them um, evoke that sense of happy light-hearted uh, life is good type feelings new beginnings freshness of spring that type of thing so I don't know if you're having any of these similar feelings but uh, you know I encourage your, uh, you all to uh, immerse yourself in a happy crafting experience as a form of distraction and know in your heart that it's a good and healthy thing to do and um, you know it's uh, somewhere where we can all go and enjoy uh, some peace and we deserve that and I think that um, we almost have to consider it a medicine it's uh, it has healing potential and healing properties and just a place for the mind to unwind almost like active meditation you know it's uh, relaxing but you're doing something and it's um, that old thing about you know Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance you know uh, just the motorcycle will never be fixed in in essence it's like a boat there's always something breaking down it always has to be fixed but in the process of just doing the fixing uh, bliss can be achieved uh, even if the end result is never achieved so we don't have to worry about whether our project was good whether it passed the mustard or the smell test or if you know somebody's gonna like it or not the point is we are just in there with the paper and we're just in there with the scissors and the glue and we're just cutting and we're snipping and we're gluing and we're trying new things and we're creating with reckless abandon and remembering that fun can be simple and it can also be healing so thanks everybody for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you're um, thinking of fun ways to craft and distract yourself. I know I'm kind of itching to get in the craft room and make something right now and, and distract myself too. So uh, take care everybody and I'll be talking to you real soon. Bye everyone.